Hey Bethel family, how you guys doing? Good to see you this morning. You can tell I've got Christy here, or maybe this woman that you don't recognize. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> so we wanted to jump in and say good morning. Thank you so much for coming to Bethel. Um, we wish we could be there. Uh, we're working on a plan to maybe come back here soon, but uh, for now we're gonna stay away and keep Christy as healthy as possible. So what's um, been going on this week? Um, so this week I got my staples out of my stomach, 23 staples. So we're working on getting that healed. She wouldn't let me film it, so. No, <laughs> and um, we met with the oncologist and if all goes well, I will start up my chemo again in a week and a half. So there will be six rounds of chemotherapy every three weeks. And so that's kind of the plan for the next six months or so is to um, hopefully get healed in the next couple of weeks from my big surgery so I can be strong enough to start chemotherapy. Yeah, her blood count's good. Uh, we just got that done on uh, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So blood count's good. Her everything, her vitals are great. Uh, she's improving every single day. I think her pain management's doing okay. Uh, yeah, we're doing better, a pretty good job better. on that. And yeah. she gets to be at home, walk around. And every time I see her walking around, I'm super excited. So she's getting better every day. Yeah, so, so, so appreciative of you guys and your love and support. And of course your prayers. You've seen so many miracles yeah. and um, already, and I'm excited to see more. I'm excited to see what God's gonna do. And I'm just really excited that you guys are along this journey with me. Yeah. Um, so. Thank you so much for joining the fight. Yeah. Um, we want to talk to you about what's happening this Sunday, and we want to Today, say yeah. thank you so much for that. Uh, we're really grateful for it. Tell us about what's going on. Um, well, there's a blood drive today. I'm not really sure about the times now, I guess. Yeah, it's happening and, now. Um, I don't know. It's just um, I, I, I was in a position for the first time to, I got three units of blood a few weeks ago. Um, my blood count was so low. I. I was so weak and I couldn't have surgery because they said I wasn't strong enough. And so um, when they put the blood in the bag and you could see the blood coming into my body, it was just, it was humbling. It was to think that a stranger gave blood so that I could have life. And so yeah. that it could help me get strong enough um, so I could have the surgery I needed so I could continue. It was it was a unique experience that I've never had before. And so I just want to say personally, just thank you. Thank you for all of you who are going to give blood, who are able, who um, who have in the past. Um, I'm just one of many that have benefited from that selfless act. And yep. so I personally just wanted to say humbly, thank you so much. So that. today, any blood that's donated will be donated in Christy's name, and uh, we're grateful for that. Uh, we'll go on the record for her. Our prayer is that she doesn't need any more uh, transfusions, infusions, but if it were to, to, to be needed, then uh, we know we have a family behind us that is uh, yep. taking care of this. So we appreciate that. So make sure you get signed up uh, in the gym if you go out there after the service and, and you can donate your, your blood. We're grateful for that. Um, also, in two weeks, we have our Spanish service that's starting. Uh, really excited about that. Second service, 11 o'clock. Entonces, todo en español. Everything's going to be in Spanish. Y traducido al inglés. And translated to English. So there we so go. So you can bring your Spanish friends and your English friends. Right. And it'll be just like, we've been praying about this for a long time, that God would give us the opportunity to reach um, our Hispanic neighbors. And so this is really exciting. Yeah, really so exciting. 27th of February, 
the 11 o'clock service and that'll kick off every month. Now, the last Sunday of the month, we'll have our bilingual service on the 11 o'clock. So that's awesome. Well, today, man, super excited about today. This month uh, started last week with our friend Tom. Uh, did a great job. So grateful for him and his family as they came and joined Bethel. Um, Tom kicked us off our month of love made me do it. Uh, love's an interesting thing, and it's not uh, not talking about like a friendship love. We're talking about erotic or you know um, romantic love. We're talking more it about. It is Valentine's week. It is Valentine's tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So hopefully you guys have that wrapped down, guys. I already gave Christy her gift early, so. Yeah, gave me a pillow to hold against my stomach. And when she coughs, so her stitches <laughs> hurt real bad, so. But uh, this month, love made me do it. It's, it's the love that moves us to action. It's kind of like the love that pushes us to do something we wouldn't normally do. Uh, John 3.16 is the best um, uh, presence or the presentation of love, that God so mm -hmm. loved the world that he gave his only son. So love makes us give and love makes us do things we don't expect to do otherwise. So today, uh, week two, I love maybe do it. We have a special, just an opportunity. Um, Todd Lawler, you know, what I'm really upset about is I don't get to actually see him face to face. Uh, I've been, I've been on the phone with them. I've been on a podcast with them. I've been on Facebook with them, but face to face, we just haven't had the opportunity. But you guys get an opportunity today to actually interact and and uh, be blessed by Todd and Marissa Lawler. Uh, they're going to be coming out. They're going to introduce you to their family, and Todd's going to kind of talk with us about how love makes you do things that are. Um, abnormal that are different and he's gonna be very encouraging he's got a book called weak is the new strong powerful book if you don't have it pick it up today I think he's gonna be signing them in the lobby so pick up your copy and go ahead and sign those uh, let him sign it and you can have the author um, an author signed book so today we're excited to share with you love made me do it week two with our friend Todd Lawler let's get started It's great to be here with you. I am so excited. Um, I want to introduce my family. Um, we are on a, on a ministry tour to mobilize missional living in a paralyzed culture, but, but before I introduce them, I want to introduce my speech just everywhere we go, we take my speech therapist with me. You know her. Her name is Siri. And my maps app, if I don't enunciate, we end up in the wrong state. But um, this, is, this is my lovely wife, Marissa, and this is our very inner 
Drillickson, Henry, Oliver, and Ellie. So, yeah. All right, thank you. So we are, um, we started a ministry called Mobilized Ministries, and we, um, we are just so passionate that you have the most impacting ministry that we know, because you are around spheres of influence that no, no one else can reach. So we just love to mobilize you in your impacting ministry to sh share Christ. I love it. Um, <clears throat> obviously, today is going to look a little bit different, um, as as you've already seen, and I uh, I appreciate you coming. One of the first things that uh, you we've been excited about about you being here, and uh, we've kind of really been looking forward to our conversation uh, together. And one of the things that you said, even when you pulled in, uh, Rand, Pastor Randy said, he goes, "Man, you're a celebrity," and he said, "No." Uh, you said, "No." We just we just want to we want to make Jesus famous, and so I appreciate your heart and uh, you coming and and sharing uh, sharing with us. So today uh, we're just gonna uh, we're gonna just have a conversation. Uh, I think it's it's helpful to kind of change pace every once in a while, um, and so I'm interested. Uh, a lot of the questions that that we're gonna ask are things that you uh, talk about in your book and just the journey that God's had you on over the last. Um, you know, several years, and, and how long how long has uh, Mobilized Ministries been um, in in process? Four years. Four years. Okay, so yeah. you've been traveling around for four for four years. No, so, so we started um, in, in Dallas, okay. and we had missional communities all, all over the DFD. W, and then the Lord put uh, our heart to expand it to the entertainment industry in Hollywood. So we moved to Hollywood and then and it's to like disciple actors, writers, producers. And then um, my book came out and now we're on tour that's cool and so what what would you say um your your book is called um weak is the new strong mm. and and i love that title because a lot of us in 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 our culture feel like there's a lot of weaknesses and we want to highlight our strengths uh, a lot of times we want to play to our strengths and those kinds of things and so what do you think the message uh how what's the impact that a message like weak weak is the new strong has on our culture today so, so i was born with um cerebral palsy and so this is like a biblical journey of how i discovered how uh, my deepest weakness is my greatest strength. But it's so interesting that my book released when the world had to face its weakness 
head on. Um, I, I, I during the pandemic, so because of the shutdown, um, we we had, you know, um, everyone experienced emotional weakness, um, financial weaknesses, and um, different types of weakness. So this book and this message really shows you how your deepest weakness is your greatest strength. Yeah, talk a little bit about um, even just your journey with um, with your with the greatest weakness and 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 how you mentioned in your book um, feeling imprisoned by mm, your yes. weakness. And so maybe uh, maybe shed a little bit of light on that and and explain to us kind of how God has transformed and and brought you through some of the things that you felt imprisoned by and then given you opportunity to use those things for for His glory. Yeah, the most vivid picture of me being imprisoned in my weakness when um, my earliest memory was my biological father. He, he was a, a, a very hurt, angry man. He was very abusive. And he would lock me in the bathroom room at a very young, young age and I was trying to reach the doorknob to get out but I, I could not reach, reach it and later on in life this doorknob kept ripping Resented the, the different de desires of my heart that I wanted to reach, but I, I could not re reach it. It looked like I got out of grad school to get a full time ministry job, but it took me six hard, long years to land a full time ministry job. I could not reach that door now. I had a deep desire to have a wife and to have a family. I could not reach that door enough. And then um, someone took the, the time to invest in my life. And, you know, he told me a part of the gospel that I never learned, even in seminary. And that is in First Peter two twenty four. The um, word says, "By his wounds we are healed." By Jesus' wounds, by his weakness on the cross, he has. Healed your wounds, and he has set you free. And the Lord, uh, he, he, he healed me 
of these wounds that I had as a child. And then he set me free into marriage with a wonderful wife. And you saw my children. And I'm doing my dream job right now. And I just feel like the Lord wants to set you free. Are there things in your life today that you just feel stuck? Do you feel stuck? And can you link that to a part of your life that you still need Jesus' wounds to make you healed? If that's you, and if that's you at home, stand up. And uh-huh, I want I want to pray over you right now. I feel, feel like the Lord wants to minister to your heart right now and to heal you from those wounds. So let's pray. Lord, we just praise your holy name. And Lord, Lord, um, we're so thankful that Jesus said that if he sets us free, that we are free indeed. And Lord, we're just so thankful for, for his weakness on, on the cross that has healed our woundedness. So Lord, today we pray in Jesus' name that, 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 that these hearts who are just struggling now from past wounds, God, that in Jesus' name that you will heal those um, and to set them free into the, the desires that you have put on their hearts. And it's through Jesus' wonderful name we weep, pray. Amen. Man, that's so, so good. You said it was a part of the gospel that you didn't even, you didn't even learn, not even in seminary. Yeah. And so it's interesting the things that you encounter in life that you don't know that you need or you don't know that it's a part of your story maybe that um, is revealed to you as you go throughout life. And there's some things that you can, uh, I think, that you can intellectually know, but that's something that, that God met you where you were mm-hmm. and, and ex- you experienced Jesus in a way that you had not intellectually. Because you went to Bible college, you know, you went to, you went to the seminary and you did all the intellectual training, mm-hmm. uh, but it was in that moment where the gospel became real to you. The gospel actually um, took root in, in a part of your heart that you didn't even know that, that it had. So that's interesting. I mean, that reminds me of when Jesus said, you think it's by these scriptures that you're saved, but it's by me. You know, it's, mm. he, he points back to himself. 
Yeah, yeah that's really good. Um, you obviously, you're, you're touring around, you're, you're mm-hmm. traveling, um, you've experienced some things in, in your life that you, you know, some of those doorknobs that you felt like you were reaching for. Um, and so it's obvious that you haven't allowed what, what, what some would consider a weakness to slow you down or to stop pursuing uh, the things that you believe that God has put on your heart. And so what would you say um, has, has really driven you to um, experience the power of God through your weakness rather than to allow your weakness to, to stop you or to hold you back from doing the things that God's put on your heart? Oh, started in my mission journey um, when I was doing an internship in the inner city of St. Louis, the worthy poorest inner cities in the United States. I ministered to a family of 19 people living in a two-bedroom house. And their economic weakness met my physical weakness. And uh, I would go over there to minister to them. And they would meet me out in my car. And instead of getting out my wheelchair, they would walk me up the steps and walk me into the home. Now, if you know the old Todd, uh, I say no thank you without a stutter quickly when someone tries to help me. And when someone says, hey, would you like help? But that story reminds me of another story. Um, It's in the Bible, and it's when, um, when this paralytic, he wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to get in this crowded house to see the one who had the power. But there was too many people to get in there, so he let his friends carry him up through the roof and to lower him to Jesus. He had to let himself be weak and be vulnerable to let his friends help him in front of everyone. You know, I, my flesh self might have said, no, thank you, but he said yes. And results. Not only did, did he get healed and forgiven, but, but, but his missional move to let them help him, help his friends experience the love and the power of Jesus. Jesus, how often 
Do you let yourself be weak? To let yourself be vulnerable? To, to let yourself, to let love make you do it? And to say, hey, I need help. And that opens a door for those who help you to experience the love and the power and the grace of Jesus with you. And this led me to, um, in this whole experience, and I, I met this guy there named John. He was a big man, a young man, he had muscles on muscles. Every gang in St. Louis wanted him to be in their gang, but he, he just got introduced to Jesus. And he wanted to belong, not to a gang, but to Jesus. So, so he came over the week, Todd, big, strong John came over to week, week, Todd, and said, hey, will you disciple me? Will you show me the ways of Jesus? And this, yeah, I was in my younger one and I was just trying to figure out who I am with this weakness, and this was blowing my mind. It reminds me of another John, John the Baptist. He was preparing the way for the Lord, and he said, I must decrease so that Jesus can increase, or some versions say, I must, be, I must be become less so that God can become more. more. So, so God was setting the, the stage of his power being on the stage and not my weakness to be the focal point. And this led me to a daily quiet time that changed my life. And hey, if you want your life to be radically changed, have that daily quiet time with, with the Lord. He will meet you where you're at. And, and the, the, the Lord met me, and he took me to 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he, he spoke into the apostle Paul, into his weakness, and they, they call his weakness a thorn in his flesh. And in Second Corinthians twelve nine, it says this. He said to me. And it was like he was saying to me, and he said, my grace is sufficient for you, or my unmerited favor is all you need, for my power 
is made perfect or displayed in your weakness. For when you are weak, you are made strong. I was in a coffee shop when I read this, and the Lord met me. I had tears. And tears of joy just, just encountering the Lord. And he gave me purpose for my weakness, you know? And he met me where I was in my cerebral palsy, in my speech impediment, in every weakness that every human deals with. And he said, Todd, I, you can now live, live a life not in spite of my, my weakness, but be because of his power. So it's the yeah. Wow, that's awesome. <clears throat> what a what a amazing time that you when you have those experiences with Jesus and it feels like scripture comes alive and it meets you where you're at. Um, and I would agree. I mean, we talk about it all the time that R R Pastor Ray says all the time, one of the most important things that you can do is to get into the word uh, and let the word get in you. And I feel like that was a moment where God, uh, once again, met you where you were. You know, you can have this intellectual stuff. You can, you can uh, do studies and all these kinds of things, but it's in those moments where you really feel like the Lord is kind to you and he meets you where you're at in your, um, in your trouble or in your affliction or in your weakness, or even, uh, even on a good day, you know, just to, uh, to hear the Lord speak to you is such a powerful thing and to experience that. And one of the things that you, uh, you've mentioned several times in our conversations together, even leading up to today was, was your passion to not just experience that yourself, but then to really, uh, you know, which is the whole premise for your ministry is mobilize ministry. You want to mobilize people to live on mission for Jesus and to take their life into what they have and what God has offered them uh, and to live on purpose. And so you, you mentioned that it's the power of God at work in your weakness that yes. allows you to do the things that you do. Yes. And so how do you what what advice would you give or what would you tell somebody who's maybe sitting here and saying, man, I want to do something, but I don't know that I quite have it in me. Like, how do I, how do I live and experience that power um, that, that you have? And so how do you pass on the power, so to speak, to, to other people? Yes, I, I am so p p passionate that we are called not only to experience and display this power for ourselves, but we are called to pass that on. I was praying last night, how can I show you this in a very vivid way? And the word for Power is dunamis in the Greek, and that word sounds like dumb And um, let me contrast with you two different types of power. Okay, we we all remember. The horrid day that that the 
bombing happened in Oklahoma City. And um, the perverse power of that dynamite hurt. I mean, it hurt not only the people that were there, but we were weak as a whole nation. Okay, so um, that's a very perverse form of power. The Greek word explains the good part that the Lord did that, that, that came out of what Satan did there. Because after that happened, we noticed that this nation um, um, bound together and united. And my mom, she worked, my mom is a member of this church, and she helped victims' families go through that, and she helped with their healing. And I, I heard these amazing stories about people coming t together. Well, in the Greek word of Didymus, it's very cool, because in that Greek word, the power it's coming together. That's a part of the, the Greek word. It's, it's not de de destroying or, or um, yeah, it's coming together. Oh, wow. And um, in Second Timothy, um, it blows my mind that God put in the b Bible Letters from one person to one person. Paul investing in Timothy. And that should tell you and me how powerful your daily one-on-one -on -one ministry is. But he, he told Paul um, in 2 Timothy 1 that you... Do not have a spirit of fear, which I think that is a word for our culture, for the Christian culture today. That you do not have a spirit of fear, but, but one of love, power, and self-control. God want you to know that you are a powerful person in him. And I really believe that we need to take that home. We don't think enough about how empowered we are but by Jesus in us, by his Holy Spirit in us. He has given everything that we need to carry out the, this missional life among our existing spheres of influence. And then in 2 Timothy 2, 2, 2 Timothy 2, 2, Paul tells 
opportunity. And the things that I have entrusted unto you in front of many witnesses, you entrust into faithful people who will also do the same things. So we see this passing on the path, passing on the power through multiple spiritual generations. And that's the kind of impact that, that, that you can have by investing in one person. You invest in someone, and then you mobilize them to invest in someone else. And then you can experience multiple spiritual generations. Um, but you know, I want to share with you um, to um, toward the end now how Jesus passed on the power. Let's read um, Second Corinthians thirteen four. It says, "Jesus was." Crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power, by the dunamis of God. For we also are weak in him, and yet we live with him because of his power. Jesus has the power on to you. And now we're called to go out Sunday afternoon through Saturday night to, to invest in, in our spheres of influence that the Holy Spirit has placed into our everyday life. I love that. And I love what this verse says. It says, um, can you go back to that slide? Sorry. It says, yet we will live with him because of the power of God directed toward you. Mm. And I love that, like, God's power was pushed in our direction because of love, because he loved us yes. so much that he wanted us to, to live on mission. He wanted us to experience the power. Yeah. Um, and so he pushed love, or he, he pushed power in our direction so that we could then live that out and direct his power toward others. And so I, I mean, I love, love made him do it. Yeah, and love, then love, love sure makes us do it. Yes. Yeah. Amen, so, brother. Well, thank you so much for uh, your time. If if you don't mind, uh, I just I want to do something with uh, you. And I don't know if your your family's still in the room. It, did they have to step out? Yeah, they had to step out. Um, I know what it's like to have kids, so no worries. Um, I'm gonna if if you would come up here. I just want um, they're they're on tour right now, and there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of. Uh, a lot of things that could uh, go wrong, potentially a lot of things that uh, can go right too. But I, I just want to spend some time. Um, and if you guys would, uh, I, th hopefully you don't think this is weird, but 
in light of all the things that we're, we're going on, because I don't want to surround you. I don't, I don't want all of us to like come up here and surround you. But if you would just put a hand out as if you are, as if you're praying over Todd, I would like to pray over Todd and his family that God would uh, protect him and guide him and just continue to use him uh, to, to impact the people that he comes in contact with um, and to see lives changed and then that multiplied um, from generation to generation. So if you don't mind, I'd like to pray for you. All right. Yeah. Oh, come on, Oliver. Hey, we're up here. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pray for you guys, okay? All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, we love you. We thank you for who you are, God. I thank you for uh, just your love and your grace, God. I thank you for Todd and his family and his testimony and the work that you have done in his life to bring him to this point, God. I thank you for uh, creating him the way that the way that you did, knowing that it was the perfect uh, perfect way to create him, to use him in the way that you are using him. Uh, to see lives changed and transformed. Uh, God, I pray that you would uh, just protect him, that you would protect his family, that you would keep his marriage strong, that you would keep his relationship with his kids uh, strong so that they grow up to know you and to love you uh, just as he does. Uh, God, I pray for every encounter that he has while he's on this tour uh, with his family, uh, that, that you would give him opportunity to share the gospel, and not only to share the gospel, but to live the gospel uh, in his everyday life, and that, that you would go before him as you promise us you will, um, and that he would feel your presence, um, go before him and know that you are with him uh, every step of the way, and I pray that you would continue to empower him and give him the words to say as he travels from place to place, um, encouraging people and, uh, and, and putting on display um, you, putting, putting your love on display uh, for everyone to see. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for all that you do, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Man, that is really good truth. This I know with all my heart. You guys can go ahead and have a seat. His wounds have paid my ransom. Uh, man, and that's uh, just what Todd talked about, that he realized at some point in his life that God's wounds were what actually brought him freedom. Um, and so thank you guys for being here. Uh, what a great opportunity that we've had to, to experience God's power at work um, in someone who uh, growing up felt weak, growing up felt like they um, should have been pushed to the side and should have uh, not been able to really reach the door handle, so to speak. But God has given them opportunity to do uh, some incredible things, and it's awesome to watch. Um, and don't forget that everything we do here at Bethel is because we want to love and lead one another to find and follow Jesus. Love you guys, and I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. 